Hi everyone, it's time for Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney and Teresa. We're happy you're with us today. We were going to do, or I was going to do, a video for YouTube, but we had went out and got some new equipment to make it look more professional and realized we got the wrong stuff. So I had to return it all because we wanted a mic to be able to put on the camera and we couldn't do that. So you'll probably hear this same message on YouTube. We'll, we'll uh, probably, I'll redo it because right now you don't want to be, to be on YouTube. Um, but we want to bring our YouTube channel up where it will look a little more fashionable with some graphics and with some things. We just want to make it look, you know, better quality. But uh, now the next one may not be, uh, it'll be like probably how we've been doing it. Uh, but we are looking, so uh, be prepared for that. Hopefully it'll look more professional. We are going to be talking today about kingdom principles. Now, we won't get through it all today. We're just going to spend a little time talking with you. Uh, so if you got your Bible, go ahead and turn it to Colossians chapter 1, 12 through 14. We'll give you a few moments to get there. That's Colossians chapter 1, 12 through 14. See, there's two kinds of kingdoms, gods and Satan's, and those never mix. No. They're complete opposite of each other. Like oil and water. Yes. So we, um, we've got to have that in our mind. You can't, those saying is straddle the fence. Have one foot in one kingdom, one foot in the other. You just can't. You can't do that. So we're going to talk about that just for a few moments. Baby, do you care to uh, read? Okay. Uh, verse 12 says, Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. And this is New King James. Yeah, and I'm, I made a note right here. It says, no longer under the dominion of evil. So you have been brought out of mm -hmm. the kingdom of darkness mm -hmm. over into the kingdom of light. In other words, from... From Satan's kingdom to God's kingdom. That's what happens with the born-again experience. Mm -hmm. You've asked Jesus to come into your life. You've asked him to be Lord of your life. You believe that Jesus died on a cross. He rose the third day. And you ask him to, to come in and be your Savior. Mm -hmm. And he cleanses you. Mm -hmm. And he takes you out of the dominion of Satan. Yes. And transforms you over to the kingdom of light. Anybody that's ever sold a home would understand the term that in this translation it says conveyed and I can remember when we were selling our house in Charlotte we had to go through with sticky notes and we had to write does not convey um, on items that we did not plan to transfer yes. to the new owners um, because there were certain things. If it was affixed in the home, like certain light fixtures. Yeah, we had somebody bought us a light and we want to make sure they took that Yes, so you had to mark that. And he's telling us that he's delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us. We were... We didn't get the sticky note, does not convey. He, yeah. he transferred us. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That is good. That is a good okay. thought. I like that. Every now and then. <laughs> Every now and then something comes through. So make sure that you realize you have no sticky note on yourselves, <laughs> uh, that he has brought you out of that, that kingdom of darkness. Isn't that exciting to know that God loved us so much that yes. he sent his son, that he died on the cross for this to occur into our life? Um 
you know, we got a lot of stuff going on on this earth right now. Oh, man. And it's easy to get your mind stuck on one thing. Mm -hmm. Or if you watch the news on many things. Mm -hmm. And you could sit and worry. Well, you could sit and worry. I mean, right now you're working from home. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful for that. And so sometimes, you know, I'm sitting in the living room thinking, praying, or, or whatever. And you'll come through and I'll have... The TV, I've had it on the news in the morning because we used to drink mm-hmm. coffee and just see what's going on. But you'll come in and I'll have the station on something completely. I mean, it might be... Uh, Andy Griffin. Andy Griffin. <laughs> and you'll say, you watch that. I said, well, no, I'm not really watching. I just got some noise. I'm looking out the window and I'm thinking and praying or whatever uh, because I just want my mind off that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, see, right now you need to get your mind off of a lot of stuff that's going on and begin to renew it constantly with the word of God and with, uh, with, with spending time with, with the Amen. kingdom. Amen. Um, but in second Chronicles chapter 16, and I love this. Anybody throw me, I read this a lot. I bring this up a lot, this in is my, a lot. <laughs> of my messages because to me it is, it is relevant. It's relevant for today. Go ahead and read them. It says for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong. Okay. Let me stop you there. His eyes is running where? To and fro. So. He's you, searching. You know how I am. If something gets on my mind. Oh, yeah. That I know it's somewhere in the house. Yes, just like the other day. You could not find an adapter. <laughs> and I tore everything apart. Look for it. And it was nearly 100 degrees outside. Yeah. And I had to go in. It was so hot I couldn't stand it. I don't know how you did it. You completely tore storage bins apart looking for that one adapter. You were searching to and fro. and uh, But see, that's the same, to me, the same attitude that God has. Yeah, it desperately searching. He is looking for people. Mm-hmm. He is looking for places. And at this point, a lot of times he's looking for homes. Yeah. Because to me, we can take this time that's going on right now and we could let it be such a great blessing to the kingdom of God. We can let our houses beam with the presence of God. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, someone talk the other day and they were talking about Jerry Savelle and the ministers were sharing about Jerry Savelle said that he was at a mall, walking around the mall while his wife was doing the shopping. Mm-hmm. And... um this woman was there and she said she felt like God told her to go to the mall that someone was going to pray for mm-hmm. her there. Yeah. And she said that she just saw a beam of light yeah. go in and outside of, of some stores. And then she saw the beam of light and it was with him. Yeah. And she walked up and said, will you pray for me? And he got talking with her and it's not, everything's not exactly how it was. But he got talking with her, how do you know? He said, well, the Lord told me to come here that someone was going to pray for me, that God was going to move in my life and someone was here. He goes, well, how do you find me? He said, I just saw a beam of light. Yeah. And I followed that beam. And, it was, it, and it was you. It was on you. So will you pray for me? And I believe that God can do that. Mm-hmm. I believe that we can be sold out, sold out to him where people will see a beam of light at our house or wherever we're at, that they'll want what we've got. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's getting off of the news mm-hmm. and spending time in his presence. But here they're saying God they're they're saying that God is going to and fro. He's looking for a place. Yeah. 
Go ahead and read that. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly, therefore from now on you shall have wars. Whose hearts are loyal. Mm-hmm. Now I've got a whole message on that. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to go down that. You, you've got to be loyal to God. I think King James says faithful. Faithful, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you and I have got to be loyal. Yeah. And we're not, again, we'll go down that. And I've talked about that in some messages. In other words, I put down here, if we will show God what he's looking for, he in return will show us what we're looking for. Yeah. We want him to show, but we don't want to show. It's, it's and, true. And the Bible's saying he's looking. Mm-hmm. He wants to look for some people that he can show that there's a God in heaven, mm-hmm. that I am who I am. And he wants to use you. And he wants to use me. Yeah. Uh, if you, you will never please yourself until you please God. That's true. <clears throat> There's a lot of people that's trying to please themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're always unhappy. Yeah. Never satisfied. Yeah. And the big part of that is because they have not found the relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what they're looking for and they don't realize it is that that void that they're missing yes there's a place created in each one of us that only god can feel Mm -hmm. and people try to fill that with stuff pleasures yes uh they try to fill it with some people if they've got kids they try to fill that void with their kids that's the reason they spend all their time with their kids they spend all their money on their kids and we all do some of that to a certain extent but they're trying to fill a void that's the reason you see people that maybe drink or take drugs or, or et cetera. Or just so <clears throat> driven with their job, they think that that next success, that pay raise, that promotion will fill that and make them feel successful. And they're trying to go back to filling that void. They're missing something, that validation. They're yes. That only God, only God can fill. Well, there's there's four things I've got down here that God is looking for. Number one is... Identification. This is the basic issue of the kingdom. Kingdom privileges and benefits aren't available to those unwilling to identify with Jesus Christ. The question we all have to ask ourselves, are we willing to identify with him? Yeah. I mean, are we, are we ashamed of him? Yeah, that's true. Or are we willing to say, I'm a child of God? Yeah. I am sold out. I want people to see him flowing through me. Then I wrote down here. Buddha and Muhammad are dead, but Jesus is alive. Romans chapter 1 and 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The Message Bible says, It's news I'm most proud to proclaim. You can't be ashamed of the gospel. No, you can't be a closet Christian. Those days are gone. Yeah. I know people has tried it, you know, and some people go to church just to market their job. There's, there is wisdom involved with things, especially for those of you that are in uh, maybe the corporate world mm-hmm. that your um, business has policies like where I work. Um you are not supposed to, um, as a nurse, you are not supposed to um, openly 
share your faith. Um, we were not allowed to wear uniforms um, that had scripture, any any type but of... But you're there dealing outward. with a bunch of different yes, people. Yes, we had standardized um, scrubs that we wore as bedside nurses. Now I'm on the manage, more on the management end, um, and I am behind the scenes. So, um, but you still could not share your faith. Now, if a patient talked to you, you were able to, if they asked for prayer, you were able to pray. Um, And, you know, when you're in a board meeting or Mm -hmm. in a um, committee meeting, it's not the time to try to proselytize people. Um, So I think in that case, it goes back to what you were saying with Jerry Savelle about that light shining from mm-hmm. you. People should be able, just by your the works, and, by your good living. And people have seen that in you. They've seen it in me. Uh, I want them to see it in a stronger, stronger, stronger than they ever have, especially in the time we're living in today. See, we become new creation, a new creation in Christ. By identifying yes. with him. Yes. That's how you got born again. You're a new new person. And you did that by identifying through the death, yes. burial, and, and the resurrection. You mm-hmm. had to believe he died or, and then he rose again. You had to you had to believe that. Yes. Uh, so that's the way you got saved. So why do we get saved? I'm saying, okay, we're a Christian, but then you try to confine it into your house only. You don't yeah. want people outside your house to see it. Yeah. And it is easy. To uh, okay, you know, you kind of if you're driving down the road and you're getting really mad, do you want people to see that you've identified with Christ, <laughs> or because we've all went down that yes, line before? Yes, we have. But you identify with Him to get saved all the time, every day. So if you're identifying with Christ, it doesn't stop when you, like you said, <laughs> if someone cut you off in traffic, you're always identified you're connected with just like when people think of me they think of you yes. you know Rodney and Teresa and it should be the same thing with her heavenly father we're identifying with him so people should expect to see the attributes on of, both sides of uh, not just in the house every, every day some of the greatest testimonies I hear people and we've got minister friends that we feel this way about uh, we've got family members and people that we know what you see when you're with them privately, oh yeah, you see the same thing when you are out with them publicly. Mm-hmm. But then they've been people that we have talked with and we have thought about this as somebody that we may get a relationship with and become friends with. But then we saw them one way yeah. in private and a yeah. different way when they were out. And we said, this is not what we want. No. Because we want people to be real. We want people to know that they're the same no matter where they're at or what they're yeah, doing. Absolutely. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Behold, all things have what? Become new. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a, we become new people. Yeah. I have saw people, now this doesn't happen to everyone. Um, I've got a family member I know that I felt this way about, and I've saw some other people that they get become new creatures in Christ Jesus, and they look different. Mm-hmm. They look younger. But then I've saw people that get born again, and they still look the same way, but they're just happier because they rely on Him. 
this doesn't mean when you see this that you're going to go from a size uh, <laughs> 14 as a woman to a six. No. <laughs> Or, you know, your your color of your hair is going to go if you're older from gray to back what it was. Uh, that's not what happens. No. It's a newness in the spirit. New slate. It's a new beginning. Everything he has chosen to wipe everything out of your life, all your past. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you're, don't mean you're not going to make mistakes. No. Uh, that's where grace comes in. You ask Jesus to forgive you and you just move on. Um, but you are new. Mm -hmm. It's a new start. I mean, there's nothing like that. No. And I saw it happen in different ages, you know, young people, middle-aged people, older people, and it's all the same. They're just they're just so excited, joyful, mm -hmm. that everything they did in the past now has been forgiven. Yeah. And then they have chosen to identify with Christ. With Christ. Have you experienced it lately? Have you experienced this new thing? Uh I mean, we're living in a time now that we need, the Bible says you can lay hands on someone and stir up the gift. Sometimes we just need to put, and I've done this before, I just put my hands on myself and say, like Father, refreshing. I stir this up. And right now I speak that. She just said it. I speak a refreshing to each and every single person that's listening to this podcast today. You need to be refreshed, especially in the time we're living in. I speak a refreshing inside yes. you. You need to lift yes. your hands up and receive that right now. Father, I Touch speak a refreshing to every single person that's listening Hallelujah. to this podcast today that you're moving, yes. that, Lord, they're going to be excited about you in the relationship with yes. you, Father. Yes. It's going to be almost like a rededication time in their life. Lord, I speak refocus. that over them, Father. Yes, a refocus over their life in Jesus' name. I declare that. That's this good. is not religion. No. Um. All of us have experienced religion. Oh, yeah. And religion goes it to it just, how long your hair is. Uh, religion is what you wear. Man-made yes. rules, laws. And yeah, it's heavy. Yes. Because you can't fulfill it. It's a spirit, it. almost. It, it, yeah. It's just, it cannot be done. There's so much. It's bondage. There's freedom. Freedom. With your identification with Christ. Yes. Now, I, I was brought up in a denomination, and, and I'm in that denomination, but we're looking at people walked in the knowledge they had yeah. years ago. Yeah, have changed. Yes, it's but, changed so much. But women were judged on everything. Outward appearance. You know, if they uh, made sure they wore a dress, this and that, and a guy was not judged on anything That's as long harsh. as he had a long, long sleeve shirt. Um, so... Don't allow religion to grab you. Yeah. You've got to realize you have been liberated by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. A Christian cannot separate who he is from what he does. Exactly. It's like what we had talked mm -hmm. about earlier. That light will identify whether you're in the boardroom, in the break room, or you're at home with, with your family. I put down here like between the doctor and the lawyer. They, you know, a doctor is not a lawyer and a lawyer is not a doctor. Or a, you could be look at it this way. A doctor's always thinks, like for me as a nurse, you're always thinking as a nurse because that's the mindset that you have. You can't separate yourself from that. Yes. You're constantly in that frame of mind. And it's the same thing when you identify with Christ. Much like a pastor, that's what he is. Always, uh, ministry, every day, every single day. I mean, there are many times if we've been doing something and I've had to drop it yeah. because of what I am, because of who I am. 
How many times have we had family members, people in our church, people that know us call you to ask the question you had to go now, are you asking from a pastor's wife perspective or the Aryan? Yeah. And they kind of almost want both. Mm-hmm. Uh, John 3 and 30 says, he must increase, but I must decrease. decrease. What my will is should decrease, but yeah. what God's purpose for my life should increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times, if I will allow him to increase in my life, everything that I thought my desire was is really exactly, you know, what he wants me to do. He, he will cause that to yes. happen. You're, yeah. And here's a big one, and this is the last thing we're going to say today, and then we'll pick this up next week. You are known by the company you keep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to know about someone, look who they're hanging around with. Mm-hmm. And... uh this is with, and that's one thing we really tried to get into our boys when they were young. Uh, and they made some, influencing. Yes. That's and they've made some good decisions, made some bad decisions. Well, we all have. As we, 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 we all have. And so you got to watch who you're hanging around with. Yeah. If you want to be more like Christ, hang around those people. That are going to speak encouragement and... Not doom and gloom. Well, the example of their life you're going to see, and you're going to want to follow that. Yes. You know, it... Iron sharpens iron, and when you're around people that sharpen you, it's just beneficial. It's just beneficial to, not that you can separate yourself and live in a bubble. We're not advocating that. No. But I think this is, when you really get to the crux of that, you're known by the company you keep, not by someone you meet at Walmart. We're talking about the people that you're with frequently, the people you allow to speak into your life, the people you turn to for advice. Yes. Rodney, I mean, if you're going to go to someone and ask advice from them, please pick someone that you know has some wisdom, some experience, uh, a godly man or woman that can point you in the right direction. Don't go to someone... It amazes me. I mean, I know God can, and God does use he different can speak people. From a, the donkey. Yes, he speaks to different people. But you know, at my age, I do go back and I do talk to younger people because I want to know what they're feeling. Oh, uh, I don't even think it has anything to do with, with age. age. I'm just saying I go back to that. But in the ministry, also, I do talk to people that's younger. But I also talk to people that's already went through the fire. Yes. Yeah. And I think we live in a generation today that people kind of push those people aside. Yeah. Well, you want somebody a lot of times when Fresh. you're hurting or you or want agree somebody who's going to agree with you. Yes. But the thing is, I, I want to, to let you know, if you're going through someone, it's okay to talk to someone that's went through that, but make sure it's someone that's going to build your faith up, not yeah. speak doom and gloom over you. Faith come by hearing him by the word. Someone that's going to encourage you encourage you be honest with you but encourage you and that's one thing that you and I try to do we you know we call people that we want to talk to that's going to encourage us in the ministry that's going to encourage us in our life Uh, when we're making decisions we try to talk to different people and ask them to pray about it with us and we have people call us and pray because we want to make sure we're making the right decisions on things so Listen, I hope you enjoyed that. We're going to pick this up again next week. Uh, I'm glad you, you you did this. I guess it worked out good because we got a lot of good stuff out and you wouldn't have been on the video <laughs> at this point. Down the road, you said you'll do it. But um, 
I'm glad we did it this way because I think you brought a lot of perspective into it that a lot of people needed to hear that I probably would not have brought in. So, listen, we love you. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Real Life Discussions. And receive that prayer. Yes. That you prayed. That was, that was anointed. I believe that was from God, so we're not going to pray. But if you haven't received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you got to believe that he came on this planet. you got to believe that he died for your sins. And you've got to believe that Jesus, uh, that God rose him from the dead. And you've got to accept him into your life. Speak it's that it sim- out. It's that simple. Identify. And yes. then let someone know. Reach out to someone. Make that confession real. There's different ways to get back with us. You can get on Facebook and see for Rodney and his ministries, a real, uh, a real life Call church. Call a friend. Call a friend. You can just let people know you received Jesus as the Lord and Savior. We would like to know that. Yeah. So if there's a way to get in touch with us through those media uh, things, let us know. But we are still speaking and praying over you on a constant basis that God will bless you, spirit, soul, soul and, and body. body. God bless.